firing on grand final leaf here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. You can text us in 0437 We've got the open line as well, 1300 42 15 33. Text in here from Glossy in Lonnie. He says, morning, lads. Great get with Fags this morning. Tipping the Lions by five points in a classic grand final. Charlie Cameron, first goal, and Josh Dunkley for the Norm Smith. Thank you for your text, Glossy. Another one here as well. Agree with Paney Ree Mills' situation. It's a bad, bad look for captain, but it's a learning for other players, and Mills will feel worse than anyone, given he's going to lose a year in the prime of his career. Hart wants Brisbane to win, but think Pies win, unfortunately. That is from Nick from Echuca. Nice to have someone from Echuca listening to SEN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks for your text in this morning, Nick. Now, Amy supports Tasmanian doers. Thanks to Amy, you can nominate a local club and highlight the Tassie local legends who make it so special. The winner will get tickets to the Tassies Hall of Fame and a seat for them and their local doer at the table. Please give us your name and email address uh, as Tim Payne wanders back into the studio, I looked down the screen before and he wasn't there. Were you the toilet, Tim, as you usually normally are? Or what were you up to? Bit please? of a hold-up, Brent, in Salamanca this morning. Was bit it? of a hold-up, but right. um, back right. on deck now. Read a couple of texts out. You missed those. But uh, uh, I'll tell you who is a Amy Tazzy doer, Tim, and that is Brendan Bolton, who is the Director of Coaching at Collingwood. He finds himself in another grand final tomorrow. Luckily, I had some time with him during the week, and this is what Bolts had to say to me. Brendan Bolton, thanks for your time. Welcome to SEN Tassie Breakfast. Thanks for having me on. It's an exciting week for everybody in footy. Well, let's start there, mate. How do you feel right now? I'm assuming there's a, a few butterflies in the tummy. Yeah, I think on game day, um, there'll be quite a few butterflies at the moment. We've just been so busy preparing, analysing Brisbane, um, looking at what we're going to try and express in the game in the terms of how we go about it. So um, we've all been working really hard as a coaching team, and um, I'm sure we'll be all nervous because it's the unknown on game day, two pretty evenly matched teams. For those that don't know about your role at Collingwood, just give us a breakdown of what you do exactly. I'm coaching the back line um, and doing the director of coaching role, but um, I'm really fortunate down there um, with the back six because, you know, I've got the likes of Jeremy Howe as a Tasmanian who I think one day is going to be a tremendous coach. He organises and uh, gets people in position defensively um, for us all. So it's like having another assistant coach on the over with him and Darcy Moore. So I'm really fortunate to, uh, I'd say, guide the back line more than coach them because um, there's some really experienced heads there. And Nathan Murphy's another one that organises so well down there. And I think you, most people would have uh, witnessed that in the Melbourne game. We had to defend about 69 entries and they did so well as a group. So... Yeah, my job is just to set that group up um, with the right focus areas and um, as a coaching team, making sure we're really aligned with our messaging. So, yeah, we, we work as a group, really, as a, a real team of coaches. You're coming up against a very good team in Brisbane on Saturday. What concerns you the most about the Lions? Um, well, we've also, you know, we've got to worry about some phases of play with Brisbane. We know defensively with Andrews, they're very, very strong, but if they get fluent ball movement um, at all between the arcs in the midfield, um, their forwards are really dangerous. We know um, Charlie Cameron and um, all their explosive forwards are so dynamic. Rainer can jump in the air and also win it at the ground level. So um, I think we've got to make sure we're defending fast ball movement if they speed it up a bit between the arcs because their forwards one out can be really dangerous. 
um, and make sure we get smart on our entries because we know Andrews and Clayton intercept really well. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a real uh, a real battle on both teams. But I'm, I'm I'm thinking the team when they do get momentum because it's hard to have momentum for the whole game. Those that can cash in, the team that can cash in. Best on the scoreboard, I think, will win this because they're both very strong defensively. There's a real Tasmanian flavour at Collingwood with you. I might ask you about each person individually. Let's start with Graham Wright, who's done a, a wonderful job as general manager of footy since coming across. Yeah, right. He's, um, you know, he's been in the game a long time now, um, player, and then uh, recruiting and as a footy manager. But you know, a lot needs to be said about Wright with his change when he when he come from Hawthorne across. Uh, to the pies, there was there's been a lot of change. Um, you know, when I arrived, I didn't really know many of the staff. And um, fly arrived, we just brought come as a, a total fresh set of eyes, and um, Roddy set that all up. So um, what he's done really well is been able to set it up so the, the team of coaches and um, those supporting the players all work as one. So. No, he's been fantastic on, on that level. What about Brody Mychek? Obviously, an unconventional journey to the top, but uh, his pathway is just an unbelievable story, isn't it? Yeah, I love his path. So resilient, played VFL footy. Um, you know, often those who have to persevere and fight a little bit for their first opportunity um, have great resilience. Um, and that's definitely been checkers. And I think most people just admire it, you know, in terms of uh, being and playing as a key forward role with his height, he's just so combative and courageous, and um, it's been great over the last few years. You know, he's he's always brought that combative nature, but been able to hit the scoreboard for us regularly. So, yeah, really, uh, really proud of what he's been able to do. And you mentioned Jeremy Howe earlier. What a star he's been uh, against the odds. Had lots of injuries, but here he is on the biggest stage of all for a second time. Yeah, I'm really hopeful for him. But as I said, it's um, been such a support for me guiding the backs. Um, he's got a great footy brain, as I said, in time. I think he'll, he'll coach in his own right if that's the, the way he wants to go. But um, to overcome the injury, I don't think people realise just the significance of that injury. We see him running around and think most players are bulletproof. But um, that was a really significant injury that he had to overcome. And to come back and still play to the level he is just shows how mentally strong and resilient he is as a person um so yeah considering what he's been through i i really hope he gets the rewards on the weekend that's all for the tasmanian connections at collingwood but of course the opposition coach is a local as well chris fagan and you've got a pretty close relationship with him yeah no, and I go a long way back um mariner days he was actually my coach when uh when i was back in tassie as a as an 18 year old so um yeah he's just I've always thought of Fades as the real wise owl in the group of any organisation. You know, he's successful in Tasmania, uh, Melbourne, then Hawthorne, and now Brisbane. He's had so many varied life experiences and a long time in the AFL. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's been a real father figure, wise owl, and a tremendous coach now. Um, and he's supported so many people around him, I think. I'm so pleased that Fags is um, getting an opportunity um, to be in a grand final, although the result goes with us, um, because he's helped so many people. Um, he's committed to helping players and staff at all those clubs I mentioned, and um, now he's getting some reward as being coach in his own right. But it's been a journey of helping people for Fags.
you both really do have a lot in common, don't you? You both never played at the highest level in the AFL, but it just goes to show that you don't need to to be a good coach. You both find yourself in the biggest game of the year on Saturday. You know, we gave the best version of ourselves in Tasmanian footy for a long time, but, um, you know, we don't have to run out there and be combative. We've got to really set those minds up. And um, I think over a long period of time, with senior coaching, um, so many people have looked for utopia or this perfect person. Um, you know, there's I've worked with some amazing coaches, but I'd say no coach is, is perfect. We're all human and... Um, there's no utopia and it's about the sum of the parts of all the coaching group working together and the job is just so big. Um, you need multiple people working together efficiently and with alignment. And I think that's where AFL coaching's gone. Um, it's just too big to rely on one person. So um, I think the best coaches now utilise others. They know what their strengths are and play to those strengths, but where their weaknesses are, they appreciate it and have someone else around them that can help. Collingwood Coaching Director and Defensive Coach Brendan Bolton is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast. What about you, Bolts? You seem to be in a really good place at the moment. Seems like there's a lot less pressure on you, I suppose, than there was when you were senior coach at Carlton, or does it still come with the same challenges? Oh, the, the workload of anyone involved in AFL is, is significant. It doesn't matter if you're a senior coach or not. I think you, you sort of own it all a little bit more and feel it slightly more as a senior coach, but Investment in time and work, I think, is very similar. No matter what role you have in AFL, it's um, it's hard work. It's uh, it looks glossy on the outside, but there's some tremendous highs and tremendous lows. But I've I've just loved, um, you know, different perspectives. You know, working with new people like Craig McRae, who um, allow people to express themselves, be themselves, um, not have to fit into a stereotype of um, what they think's right in their role. Um, and I think. That's why so many people at Collingwood have been smiling, so I've really enjoyed that. I've got to ask you about the Tasmanian team, of course. We've got the licence back in May. How have you seen things play out from the mainland? I'm sure it's something you're really passionate and proud about. Yeah, it's um, it's something I've been thinking about for a long time, Reynolds. I'm so happy that um, Tassie finally are represented on the national stage. I think if it's a, if it's truly AFL, I've said this before, um, Tassie's there and maybe even Northern Territory. So um, it's what's right. Um, we've been a footy heartland for a long time. And I think having that carrot there um, right at the fingertips of all the youngsters playing footy in Tassie, they can touch it, feel it, see their idol. I think it'll only ignite footy again in Tasmania. It's just um, something's been uh, worked on for a long, long time. And a lot of people really care about it. And Yeah, I'm looking forward to that day. We've seen a number of senior coaches get a second chance at the big time. Do you see yourself as part of this club moving forward and potentially the senior coach in round one, 2028? <laughs> uh, listen, right now, mate, I, I want Tassie to do really well. I'm just so invested in the um, Collingwood journey, and I think that's the best way as a coach um, to go about it. I think you look at how Bakes' journey unfolded. You just try and do the best job you possibly can wherever you're working, and um, opportunities present, but um, moreover, I, I'm more um, excited about, as I've just expressed, youngsters in Tassie being able to be next to their idols and be truly represented on the national stage. It's so exciting, and um, it's been it's been spoken about for so long, and finally, it's a reality. So, yeah, I'd love a new stadium down there. Um, I saw what it did in Adelaide, 
that just made that city explode. And I think the same uh, the same will happen in Hobart. It's a beautiful place, great restaurants right on the water. I just think uh, it's set up for the for the right reasons. Now, of course, we're pre-recording this interview midweek, and my great mate Tim Payne can't be here, but he's been sniffing around for some dirt on new bolts, and he wanted to make sure I asked you about a particular incident involving you and a bikey in the middle of North Hobart Oval. I wasn't sure it was an appropriate story for grand final week. It might be more of a sportsman's night thing. So do you want to go there today or not? I think we'll go there at some stage because um, it's a funny story. But I, I, I think most people in the South know of Robbie Devine, the leading goal kicker at North Hobart Oval. He set me up beautifully with some bikies one day. And I'll elaborate on the story, but it'll take a bit too long right now. But next time I'll mind, I think we'll have a chat about it, but it's damn funny. We'll definitely hold you to that. We'll get you back on the show to retell it. And before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about your son, Ned, because he's got a segment called Roaming Bolts, where he goes around and chats to all the Collingwood staff and players. Uh, he's just become uh, a brand of his own. He's living his best life. He's 12 years old, hasn't got a woman in the world. Um, still a real kid, but... Um, because Collingwood's just opened the doors to families, just like a country footy club, and realising that having families, parents, kids around is what makes footy clubs. It's allowed Ned to um, be around the boys, and in his own little mind, I think he thinks he's best friends with them all. But they've been terrific, the players. Um, so not only Ned, but um, all the families and kids, and um, just embrace this connection and um Ned's found his way to the microphone and serves a few of the players up and they give a fair bit back to him. So he's having some fun with that. Brendan Bolton, thanks so much for giving up your time to us on SEN Tassie Breakfast, particularly during grand final week where I know you'd be super busy. All the best on Saturday. You deserve to be part of a premiership winning team. And we'll catch up with you soon. Good luck. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. There you go, Tim. What did you think of that? thought you did a very, very good job as usual, Brent. Thank um, you. Terrific interview. He he speaks brilliantly, and I uh, I love the fact he did go at him with the Tassie job. He answered it pretty pretty well, I would say. He can't <laughs> say he wants to, but you can't tell me that Brendan Bolton wouldn't want to be a part of it in, in 2028 as the senior coach. And the reputation, again, that he's building for himself, um, you know, again, to, to go through what he had to go through as a senior coach of Carlton, uh, cop it on the chin, and then move forward. And, again, all you're hearing out of Collingwood is how good he is uh, the same when he went back to Hawthorne, um, clearly bleeds Tasmania. Um, and again, he surely will be top of the list that they'll go talking to in the not-too-distant future, I would have thought. Text in here, love your son and his media work, Bolts. He is a natural. If you haven't seen Roaming Bolts, it's very, very funny. So, so we have to get him on. We might have to get Roaming Bolts on. Yeah, it'd be good. Get a bit of his work on. He can. Does he produce? We, we might be looking for one <laughs> after today. <laughs> 0437 Let us know who wins the grand final by how much and your Norm Smith medalist. We're off to a break on the other side of it. Questions without notice here on Grand Final Eve on SEN Tassie Brecky. You can do whatever turns you on. Get out and clear your mind. Me, I like football. There's a lot of things around. When you line them up together, the footy wins hands down.